0: She's classy, she's sassy, she's a little smart-assie, ladies and gents, the priestess of swearing spirituality, the badass whisperer herself, Kelly McLean. Hey, welcome to the Bitchscopes podcast, where I dish about the current astrological mood with a feminist twist. (gasps) Feminism. Feminism. But make it for everyone. Cool? Cool. Cool. So I'm Kelly McLean. I have been writing Bitchscopes horoscopes for about seven years-ish. The title Bitchscopes has been controversial. Um, I cannot even advertise anywhere because of profanity rules. (laughs) just seems so puritanical. Um, So your support means even more than you probably think because I'm battling an uphill, I'm battling an uphill, I'm fighting an uphill battle, swimming upstream, some sort of analogy, insert it here. Anyway, appreciate your support. Um, Some people love the concept of taking the word back. Others are pissed off and offended. What can I say? C'est moi le bitch. Um yes, <clears throat> bad accents are included at no extra charge here on bitch scopes. So thank you for listening. Um, I hope you're listening to this on Spotify under House of Bleep Productions. We are migrating all the podcasts into that forum and under that umbrella. And by all podcasts, I mean all the bitch podcasts that I produce. There's story which is women's history mostly women you haven't heard of. There's bitch Bitchplaining, which is two best friends, me and my best friend, Ange, snarking and chatting about life and experiences as women. And, of course, this podcast, Bitch Scopes. You will also find a few new subscription episodes under House of Bleep. One is an Astrology 101 class, sort of like a primer, and the other is uh, Soulmates and Twin Flames um class, I guess, um, talking about the difference between them. Soon, I'm going to do one on like crystals and chakras and stones and that kind of woo-woo. Um, currently, they're very cheap. They're dollars Check those out. Um, I will be moving that kind of bonus material over to Patreon soon. So check out patreon.com forward slash house of bleep. And please make sure that you've subscribed and followed and done all the fucking things so that Spotify will recognize my audience and go, oh, yay. Um, <laughs> you can also read these scopes at McLean.blogspot.com. You can email me at, kelly at Um, You can get a private astrology reading with me or like a tarot reading or anything like that over at 12listen.com. Um, or you can message me and I'll tell you how to do that. And, um, here ends the reading of the housekeeping. Let's look at some planets and shit. So it is May 15th. Um, we've just come out of, uh, some eclipse stuff and this week feels to me like a nice deep breath. Like things are just going to go a little slower, which I'm fine with. Um, first we have three planets changing signs. That's very significant. Anytime a planet enters a new sign in direct motion, it begins at zero degrees, of course. So like 29 degrees, zero degrees is considered critical. Zero degrees is always very enthusiastic. Like it's first day on the job. I'm going to change the world. Um. There's a lot of potential in that zero degrees. Um, Mercury just went direct yesterday on Mother's Day, Sunday the 14th, <clears throat> and is building up some speed. Um, but still going very slow. The day of stationing and the day like right after, usually the wonkiest and most fucked up parts of Mercury retrograde. So like every app I've opened today, every login it's all just fucked up and broken and error messages. It's so much fun. Um, (laughs) But we'll be out of that energy pretty soon. But the really good news is this week we have a new moon in Taurus. Yay. Love a new moon. I love Taurus. Um, The sun is pretty busy this week too. um, More than the average week. And Pluto is also making an appearance. So Let's start at the top. Today is Monday the 15th. Like I said, we have um, a Mars trying Neptune, which I talked about in last week's scopes. It's kind of sensitive and sexy. So, yay, us. Um, <laughs> also, today, Jupiter is sextile to chaos, which is r- raw potential at its finest, but they're at 29 degrees, both of them. So, it's like looking in your fridge to see what you can make. And there's all this potential. You have eggs. Oh my gosh. There's so many things you can make with eggs. You can make eggs or you can make quiche. Ooh. Or you could make cookie dough or no, you can make five kinds of cookie dough. Like there's just all this potential, but the 29 degrees means you're real hungry, like urgently hungry. (laughs) You get the idea. So, um, that's today, Monday. I feel like I have experienced some of that chaotic potential energy. It's, it's a little weird. It's hard to wrap your head around Tuesday. Jupiter enters Taurus. Jupiter changes signs once every 12 months, which is fantastic and very interesting. I use the word interesting too much. I'm trying to say other things instead. It is intriguing to me that Jupiter changes signs exactly every 12 months. Um, So it's been in Aries for a whole year and now we're going to be in Taurus. Um, Wow, that was a loud motorcycle that just went by. I don't know if you guys heard that, but that was annoying. Sorry. Um, Jupiter is just good stuff. It's optimistic. It is about manifesting and attracting and receiving and luck. And what else? It's just good. Oh, expansion. Duh, Um, So when it changes signs every year, it just brings this sense of anticipation about ooh, what's going to happen. It's very exciting, um, at least for me and probably other astrology nerds. When Jupiter changes signs, I get real like, ooh, okay, cool. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there as sort of a manifesting thing. But I w- hope that um, Jupiter and Taurus gives the US economy a real positive boost because we need it. (laughs) Um, So I'm just putting that out there. I would also just put it out there that Jupiter and Taurus gives all of us a financial boost. Fucking A, yeah. So um, Jupiter will be joining the North Node and Uranus in that sign. Um, Let's talk about Taurus. Taurus is one of my favorite signs. It's very sexy. Um, It's kind of slow and takes its time. Um, but it's also determined and stubborn. Um, ultimately Taurus energy wants stability and comfort. It wants the good chocolate, the softest blanket. It's a, it's bougie. Okay. Taurus is bougie. Um, that is the best way to describe it. Um, so, you know, there's that we'll talk more about Taurus later. Um, is interesting because Wednesday and Thursday, because I feel like all the transes kind of had like a theme. They had these things in common. Wednesday, the theme is like drive and strategy and plans. Let me tell you what the what the aspects actually were. Uh, are. Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, the 17th, we've got Jupiter square Pluto, which is like an intense drive to succeed. We've got Mercury square Pallas Athena, which is intuition, intellect, strategy. We've got the sun no, sorry, Saturn, Quincunx, Pallas, Athena. And that's like frustration as you try to execute plans, but there's all this planning and, and drive to get it out there. Um, yeah, so that's Wednesday. Then Thursday, also there's an interesting theme. Thursday, it all seems to be about intuition and good judgment. Um, we have the sun sextiling Neptune, which is sensitivity and intuition, Mercury sextiles Saturn, which is clear thinking and good judgment. And, um, yeah, I just think it's fun when things are color coded like that doesn't happen very much. (laughs) Okay. Friday though, is my favorite day. Friday is the new moon in Taurus. It is like a breath of fresh air, a moment of quiet stillness, the best fucking Mac and cheese on a really shitty day. Like We've had a lot of chaos from Mercury and the eclipses. This is the first moon after the eclipses, and it's not chaotic. It's, it wants to ground. It wants to rebalance. Taurus is comfortable in the physical plane. Um, so if you've had anxiety, your nervous system will appreciate this new energy quite a lot. Um, and ask yourself, or ask the universe rather, either or, um, what would it take for me to feel secure, safe, and comforted? Anything preventing that I release and relinquish and create and destroy. If you're new around here, one of the things I teach is, um, questions. We use questions to move energy. Questions have a very open ended energy, gives the universe a chance to answer the question with infinite possibilities. Our human brains are cool, but they can't fathom infinite possibilities. We have finite minds, um, There's only a limited number of things that we can even imagine. So if we make a statement, it's already been concluded. There's a period. There's nothing else to do. Like So for example, the one thing that almost everybody wants to manifest is money. So if you say to yourself, I need to make more money, the universe, the law of attraction goes, yes. Yes, you do. (laughs) Not exactly what we're going for. As opposed to asking a question, how can I make more money? And the universe goes oh let's find out that's fun i mean i'm presuming the universe has fun with it i don't know sorry for that noise my cat is playing fetch i should just call this show cat astrology or what the fuck are you doing cat because i say that in every show anyway so back to the universe having fun with our questions um we say how can i make more money and the universe goes, universe goes oh yeah okay and fetches concepts and possibilities that we never could have considered. So um yeah, ask what would it take for me to feel secure, safe and comfortable and then just sit in the quiet with your beverage of choice and let that question drift into the ethers. Um Sunday there's another theme. Oh yay. Um or no, sorry, Saturday not Sunday. Um it it's less of a nice theme however it's like intensity and drama and pride um mars enters leo on that day he's enthusiastic he's playful they're both fire elements so it's a happy place for mars but then mars opposes pluto that's usually sort of a troublesome aspect and it's at zero degrees um so it's very intense and passionate but full of potential potential what Uh, I don't know, could be a potential fight. Um, And then at that point, the themes sort of fall apart and things just go back to normal astrology. I'm not normal. So anyway, Sunday kind of lives up to its name because the sun is very busy on Sunday. It makes one aspect to Pluto, which is an intensity aspect. It makes an aspect to Mars, which is about vitality and strength. And then the sun enters Gemini for a month of excitement and social events and conversation, intellectual discourse, comedy, all the Gemini things. Um, This week, and actually this whole month, there's really great manifesting potential. This is a great time to really work on manifesting whatever it is you're trying to do, but particularly things that lend themselves to comfort and ease in the physical plane. That could be money because money sure does make life easier. It could be something in your physical body that you're trying to heal or discover or like whatever. Um, this is a good month for that. Um, so this week's Bitch Scopes focus on how to best use this sort of abundance energy and this raw potential energy that's available to us right now. And I'll give each sign a manifesting tool to use with the new moon in Taurus. Come here, Tom. Tom wants to be on the podcast. This is my cat, Tom. I have many cats. This is one. He plays fetch and he does. He gives zero fucks that I'm trying to record. So you know, just thought I'd introduce him anyway. Okay. Aries. We've been talking a lot about money with you lately, but what is your relationship with money? This can be some deep work and truthfully all of us should do it at some point. So like if you grew up without money, there can be a scarcity mindset and you might save money out of fear or kind of hoard money or maybe things, maybe hoard things. If you grew up with money, and maybe it was held over your head in a certain way, you might feel guilty when there's money around and unconsciously get rid of it. Um, Under this moon, ask the question, how can I have total ease and joy with money and having a lot of it? That's a good one. I think I'm going to do that one too. Um, Taurus, this is your moon. You are in a growth period for sure, and you have been for like over a year now. Sometimes growth can mean a lot of things are changing and that can make anyone bajiggity, but it can certainly make a Taurus bajiggity. See if you can find an amethyst, a moonstone, or a malachite and wear it this week. Um, you can put it in your bra if you wear a bra. Uh, you can put it in your pocket. Um, you can just like put it in your palm and kind of fidget with it. Seriously, Tom. But any of those stones will help you um, this week and this month with the transitions and the anxiety that can come with them. Um, Be sure to get outside during the new moon energy and draw down that stillness for yourself. For real, cat. He's an Aries rising. He can't be still ever. Um, Okay, Gemini. There's a lot of deep work happening for you at the moment, and it will continue for a good while. So there are bound to be moments of loneliness, hopelessness, overwhelm as you shed old layers and burn off karma and heal. You're healing. So ask, what else is possible when you feel bajiggity? Um Also consider carrying some malachite, some fucking cat, some green aventurine to assist with healing and personal strength. I am a Gemini rising I love all those stones. I've had very, very good luck with green adventuring in terms of um, physical healing. Chrysocolla is my number one favorite go-to stone for just me in general. It's a beautiful stone. It has both blue and green, so it resonates with both the throat and the heart chakras. It's about like speaking your truth. Um, sometimes you have to speak your truth to yourself. Um, it's a very empowering stone. I love chrysocolla. Malachite is green and black, so it resonates with the heart and the root. Um, and so it kind of brings some stability. So anyway, um, I definitely am going to do a class soon about stones and crystals. I don't talk about them as much as I should. This was a fun, um, week to write, including them. So yeah, kind of, made my woo-woo happy. Cancer. One of the things that's currently going through it in your life is your friends, your connections, your audience, etc. When you feel like you don't have a network or a social family to lean on, it definitely creates stress and a feeling of social insecurity. Um, the crystals associated with the throat chakra are good for social anxiety in general. Some of the ones I mentioned for Gemini, um, but any of the crystals that are... <laughs> my fucking cat. <laughs> Sorry. Any of the crystals that are blue resonate with the throat chakra. Chrysocolla is a great one for you because like I said, it, it works with both the throat and the heart um, and you're very heart centered cancer. So that would be my number one suggestion. Honestly, like whatever speaks to you, but um, green, you want to, no, not green, blue. You want to focus on blue um, stones or crystals for this week and this month. Leo, um, we've been talking about your 10th house and your career for a while now. You're probably experiencing a bit of frozenness about the issue at this point, just like ugh, over it. Um, <laughs> under this moon, ask because this is a mouthful. Um, so you can also go read it at kellymclean.blogspot.com. But I'm going to say it a few times. This is a great one, but it is kind of a mouthful. It's one of my favorites. What is possible that I have made impossible that if I were allowed, were to allow to be possible, would actualize a different and more joyful reality for me? Isn't that juicy? Okay. What is possible that I have made impossible that if I were to allow to be possible, would actualize a different and more joyful reality for me? Oh, as juicy as one of my favorites, that question that will move some energy. It's a really good one. Okay. Virgo, your life is expanding in ways you could not have foreseen not very long ago. Um, so if you're struggling with confidence and self-worth issues, you might be having some imposter syndrome issues. I think we all go through that at some time. Um, Rose Quartz is your girl. Um, and you can ask the universe, how can it get even better than this? Ask it when something is feeling shitty. Ask it when something is feeling really good. How can it get even better than this? And try not to let your little Virgo brain run away with the question and try to answer it. It's going to try. Distract yourself with math or art or music or movement or something and just keep asking the question, how can it get even better than this? How can it get even better than this? You know, let your brain do its thing. It's going to, but just don't focus on the things that come up from your brain. Just keep asking the question. Okay, Libra. There's a lot coming up for you around marriage, intimacy, sharing, vulnerability, and all of that. That is the eighth house, by the way. Um, For the next 30 days, try carrying or wearing a citrine, amethyst, or best of both worlds, ametrine, which is a naturally occurring crystal where amethyst and citrine are both present. It's like this really cool purple to gold, yellow ombre. Nature was doing ombre way before we were. Um, anyway, those stones will unlock warmth, healing, abundance, and receiving energy for you. Try this little self pep talk. Thank you, ego mind for protecting me. I am choosing to trust myself, my other, and my higher power. And I'm opening, open to receiving healing and joy. Um, the ego in this case is not the like I'm proud and arrogant. It's the ego mind is the um, what is the word primitive mind that tries to keep us safe, that um anticipates you know, oh, was that a dinosaur? It tries to keep us from getting eaten in modern life. It's it's a very different thing. It's not like giant predators, it's you know, traffic and jobs and financial instability and all those things. And the ego tries to keep everything the same. So it's predictable. That's like how the ego likes it. It's very primitive, but we can thank it. Like, thank you for your vigilance. I'm going to trust myself, my other, my higher power, and I'm open to experiencing joy. So that's a good one. Um, Okay. Scorpio relationships are some of the hardest and most important things we do in this life they can hurt us and we can carry that stuff around with us and sometimes into other lifetimes your seventh house is something we've been talking about for quite a while now so try using malachite and this energetic clearing while you focus on your relationship feelings or issues malachite like i said is green and black so it resonates with the heart um, opening up the heart and with the root chakra helping you to ground and feel secure um, okay so here's your your clearing question or statement I mean everything this is everything this brings up I release from all directions of time and space and I'm open to healing this wound and breaking this chain I know that's a mouthful I'll say it again um, so you're gonna focus on your your feelings your, your relationship issues and then you're gonna say as many times as you want Everything this is, everything this brings up, I release from all directions of time and space, and I am open to healing this wound and breaking this chain. I think that is really juicy also. Let me know, guys. If you do these, I would love to know what you experience. Email me. Sagittarius, um, work and the environment of work and your routine are all themes for you right now. Um, as a sign that is one of the quickest to get bored right behind Gemini. Hey, Um, (laughs) there's anxiety for you around this. Um, So ask, if I were to choose joy today, what choice would I make right away? And your mind will try to rattle off all kinds of answers and solutions. It could be helpful. Mostly it's noise. You can write some of it down, but like with um, Virgo, I really recommend that you just keep asking the question and don't really pay attention to the answers that your brain tries to offer. Um, I would just keep asking that question until the energy feels better. If I were to choose joy today, what choice would I make right away? Um, Try a tiger's eye stone. And if you feel brave, if you feel real stuck in your life and you really want some change, play with some Moldavite. It does not fuck around. It is, um, gosh, I forget the technical name for it, but basically it's from when like an asteroid strikes the earth. Um, God, what is the name for it? You know how I can never remember shit in the moment. Anyway, it's outer space energy. It's, It's real funky. A lot of people say Moldavite is too much for them. But if you feel real stuck in your life and you're just ready to deal with some like new stuff, Play with it and see how it feels for you. It's like this green kind of waxy texture looking and it's like a like a gray green. No, yellow green. It's kind of an ugly color green in my opinion. Um, but anyway, that doesn't matter. It's not like you're wearing it to the Met. Um, I'm just describing it for you. Um, and it, it always has like a weird texture. Uh, yeah, I would love to know if you fuck around with some Moldavite and you tell me what happens. Um, yeah. Capricorn, you do not lack ambition, but do you have enough joy? That is not a natural state for you being in joy. So you're going to try some rose quartz, some amethyst, some citrine, or some carnelian. And you're just going to ask, how can I experience more joy? And you're going to ask it over and over and over and over. And then challenge yourself to do things once a day or once a week. If you're really like emotionally constipated about this once a day or once a week, challenge yourself to do something that has no purpose, no meaning, or it's just plain silly. So skip to the mailbox, um, color and a coloring book. Um, uh, I don't know. I can't think of any more off the top of my head. I like skipping to the mailbox though, but things like that. Um, once a day, or once a week at the least, and, and just allow some of that playful, joyful energy to come into your life. Um, I think you could have some real fun trying to unlock this. Okay. Aquarius. Oh, family. (laughs) My whole family is Aquarians. So, (sighs) um, family can be challenging energy for you. Um, because frankly it has, Built-in obligations and that is our least favorite word ever. Um, So under this moon try asking How can I experience more joy and ease with my family? Even if your family is good Things are okay. It can always be better Um, But you could also focus on the more difficult relationships. Maybe there's something you need to unlock or heal with a particular family member I don't know, figure it out. Focus on what you want. How can I experience more joy and ease with my family? Or you can insert a name there with my mom, my aunt, my husband, my oldest child, like whatever. You can insert whatever you want there. Um, For stones, I'm suggesting Larimar. Um, Larimar is a very rare stone. It only occurs in the Caribbean where the volcanic rocks mix with the um, ocean, it is just the most beautiful, it actually looks like the Caribbean. It's got little waves in it. It's this beautiful turquoise color. It's hard to find. There's a lot of fake Larimar out there. Larimar, real Larimar is kind of pricey. Um, but if you can find some, even if it's just like rough beads or like whatever, carry it around and um, let the calming water energy of Larimar just Speak to you. You carry a lot for other people, way more than you or you know the people who know you realize. That's the Aquarius myth: is the water carrier. We carry it for others. We don't. We're not real good at handling our own. <laughs> so this Larimar is for you, just to benefit you and to give you a sense of calmness and peace. Okay, Pisces. Um, your thought processes could be a little bit stuck or sluggish because Taurus is in your third house. Um, so I highly recommend carrying some fluorite. Um, that's my number one recommendation. Selenite is good. Tiger's eye, um, to keep your mental processes moving in the right direction. Use this new moon to unlock your brain power by setting intentions to have new ideas and the focus to get shit done. So when you feel stuck, ask, what energy, space, and consciousness can I be to allow blank? Um, What energy, space, and consciousness can I be to allow blank? It can be productivity. It can be new job offers. It can be anything you want to put in that blank. And that brings us to the end of this week's Bitch Scopes. Um, That was kind of fun. I haven't played with um. Rocks and stones and whatever um, in a while. So thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing and generally supporting my work. Um, it means more than you know. Um, again, you would be helping us out if you listened to all the podcasts under House of Bleep Productions on Spotify. Um, follow, subscribe um go follow us on patreon under house of bleep that's under development currently email me at kelly at the bitch dot me. um i think that's it bitch scopes are written by me um executive producer for today's show is me head writer is me edited by the one and only me bitch scopes are a trademark of mclean creative services and distributed by house of bleep productions I need a nap. All right. Have a great week, you guys. Bye.